A very good evening to you on this Monday, the 12th of March, uh, 2018. Tonight, yeah, we have the good, the bad, and the funny on the show. In that order, the good, the bad, and the funny. So uh, we're going to have our open line as usual. And then we have a uh, a series of very tough stories to deal with on uh on the big interview, we speak to MEC for Education in Gauteng, Panyazali Sufi, about that unfortunate incident of the uh, pupil that attacked her teacher in, uh, at a school in, uh, in the Val. And then we also speak on Renz and Sens to the CEO of Wind Energy Association about the, uh, the, 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 the investment 556 billion rand investment boost in the energy sector and we end it with uh, with a funny chat on uh, fame and fortune with none other than kahi solidiha comedian director writer and actor and entrepreneur but first as usual temba is in the news he experienced a power failure last night and his wife said it's dark in here isn't it temba replied I don't know. I can't see. Suez Gavone, it's a Monday. We start the show with our open line. So you tell us what's on your mind, what captured your imagination, what are the things that uh, bothered you, what are the things that excited you, anything from agriculture to zoology, A to Z. Whatever you want to talk about, we are all yours, no limits whatsoever. Uh, and then we're also going to have a consumer feature, speak to Lucius Budibe and deal with a, 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 a listener complaint about a vehicle matter. And we'll also take a call or two if we have time on any other vehicle issues that you may have on the consumer front. But before I take your calls on 089-110-3377 and your tweets at Rams by the Horns and on Facebook, Metro FM Talk with Rams. Let's start with the uh, Talk 5 News Bulletin. Black Panther reaches 1 billion globally. Can you believe it? eh? Can you believe that it is at that point already? Disney's mega hit Black Panther has passed the $1 billion mark at the global box office. The studio said... On Saturday, that the milestone is based on Disney's estimate of ticket sales. The announcement comes uh, on the 26th day of release for the blockbuster. Disney knows that Black Panther is the fifth film in its Marvel universe to reach the milestone. The film has made $521 million domestically, becoming the number two superhero release of all time, surpassing The Dark Knight. Confession. I did not. I have not watched Black Panther. Suspicion. I won't even watch Black Panther. And I've got no qualms with it. I just don't do superhero movies. It probably is a great movie, but I don't roll that way. And it's just me. Nothing nothing personal, I swear. I'm sure it's a great movie. And I, I'm sure those who enjoyed it, enjoyed it. Wakanda. You see, I even know things like that. Multi-choice is looking for an Black-owned independent company to operate a uniquely South African channel. 
The citizen can today reveal that between March 12 and 16, 2018, MultiChoice is meeting with 16 shortlisted prospective channel operators, which would then lead to the announcement of the successful bidder. Wow. We can't wait to see who's going to get that one. The move, uh, rather, the court has ruled against Guptas on forcing Bank of Baroda to stay. The move followed after NetBank informed Baroda in January that it would terminate their relationship within three months. The Indian state-owned International Bank of Baroda cannot be forced to keep its doors open in South Africa to do business with the 20 Gupta-linked companies the High Court in Pretoria has ruled. Judge Ntendeya Mavundla dismissed uh, an application by the Gupta-linked companies, including Oak Bay Investments and Optimum Coal Mine, to compel Bank of Baroda to continue offering services to them, even though the bank informed them last month that it intended closing its South African branch at the end of March. Victims of the uh, world's biggest listeriosis outbreak plan to file a class action against Tiger Brands within the next two weeks, according to a lawyer involved in the case. Richard Spoor, known for his work for mine workers seeking compensation for lung damage, is teaming up with Seattle-based firm Mal Clark or Mala Clark on the Listerosis case, he said on Monday. Tiger Brands Enterprise Unit has closed two factories and recalled ready-to-eat meat products after government tests linked one of its facilities to the outbreak. And finally... And no doubt, the biggest story of the day, and we've been trying to get somebody to talk to us about this bank, National Treasury said placing VBS Mutual Bank under curatorship is a better option than liquidation. The South African Reserve Bank on Sunday placed VBS under curatorship because of a liquidity crisis. Treasury confirmed in a statement uh, issued late on Sunday that the Minister of Finance approved the recommendation by the Register of Banks to place VBS under curatorship. Quote, the aim of curatorship is ultimately to turn the mutual bank around. This is in contrast with liquidation where the mutual bank is closed down, said Treasury. Close quote. Again, they continue. The recent example of African bank which emerged as a stronger bank after curatorship should be noted. Treasury explained that restricting municipalities from investing in mutual banks is consistent with ensuring municipal bank funds are managed responsibly. VBS has been in the news all day, all day. And I'd like to think to wonder what you think about this story, about the fact that the uh, the only fully black-owned bank is now under curatorship and in reality is under threat of closure, really, uh, because now the uh, debts surpass the deposits and there's no liquidity, and which means they cannot trade properly anymore. Uh, and and if you were to be a loan holder from VBS, uh, they then cannot continue to service that because they have a liquidity problem. What do you think? What do you think about the fact that South African government has instructed municipalities not to put their money into a mutual bank? I, I understand legally that that is right because if you have your money in a mutual bank, you are by extension a shareholder and municipalities cannot be a shareholder in a bank. But wouldn't that have kept the black bank alive? Couldn't they find another way? Or shouldn't we change even the uh, Municipality Financial Management Act, MFMA, to allow municipalities to become eventually bankers 
I rather find uh, shareholders in, in banks. 089110 I'd like to hear your views. The lines are open. Anything that has touched your studio or touched you on your studio this weekend, today, any other time, let's talk. It's your turn to tell us what you think. You are not restricted to any subject, I swear. And we start with a man who has historically always been the first to go. Jacob, good evening, and thank you very much for the call. I didn't see the name on my screen last Monday, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good evening, mate. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? You know, um, strangely, not the whole day yesterday, I'm thinking of this whole thing, uh, growing the... um, uh, our businesses as, as South Africans and Africans, and I'm thinking we have to support each other. Mm. And I, I, that has been burning to me, and I'm thinking I'm going to call about that and talk about that, that, you know, the only way we can move this economy is by supporting each other. Mm. And now when I see the story about, and I did see a little bit before the actual president of the, the bank, I saw it, but one thing that I'm not, um, that upsets me is that, well, with the one thing about banking, we all do, all of us, we want to be sure that our money is safe. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to go and deposit in banks that we trust. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. We go, and, and only just recently, people, even few people are starting to even trust Capitech. They started, they're starting, I mean, the mainstream people who, who got who earn more, the more money, they are now starting to trust Capitech. Mm. And because it's all about trust. And I see, um, now I see that it's a black bank. I would not bank with a bank because it's a black bank. Uh-huh. But I would bank with a bank that I'm, I'm comfortable that I'll have my money. So, but having said that, the, the biggest issue for me is that we can be going around saying that um, we should, like, it, it, we must help it because it's a black bank. What did they do to get to that point? What are we? What have we done? Us as blacks, have we? Have we? Are we banking with that bank, or now we're being reactionary? We just want to. We want to, you know, just be, everything that happens be about black and blacks, 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 blacks. Uh, blacks is we are, we are victims. I mean, in this case, from what we we're getting, they were engaged 18 months ago, and then did we rush depositing money with them? No, we didn't. Now, the register of banks are doing what they're supposed to do. And then do we now stand up and now blame the leadership? And even say, strangely, that even the leadership of the recently uh, sworn in president, who was not party to the decision about the municipalities. And now he's the one being blamed. Eh? In fact, this decision was taken under the, the ministership of uh, Malusi Kikaba. And people have conveniently forgetting that, you know, uh, as I, I say, the champions of uh, the so-called okay. radical economic transformation are the ones yes. that took the money out of the mouth of uh, VBS Bank. Oh, my point exactly. So, and, and that, that worries me that um, we, we, we always want to react and make things about being black. Being black does not mean mediocre. Being black it means that people must go out there. Whatever they do, they must do in a way. Money is very sensitive. I don't want to lie to you. Nobody, people who are making noise, they, 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 people are making noise. Have they even, do they have any account? Do they bank with them? No, they don't. Do you want to save the bank? 
Let's go, all go and deposit the money. Believe you me, the bank will be saved. It'll be fine. But are we sure that our money is safe? Nobody's going to bank if they're not sure. That's the other problem that we're having. And yep. lastly, um, lastly, you know, there's this issue about these kids who are beating up uh, and, uh, and, and abusing the, the, the teachers. Yeah. I, I'm worried, uh, uh, you know. And I thought, you know, you, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, kind of, maybe probably conflict of interest, but you know, you've got this voice thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can country, I mean, because I've not had anybody actually going out of their way and thinking, okay, when I had people talking about cameras in, in schools, and, um, and I'm like, I don't want to, do you want Big Brother to be watching our kids? Or is it about uh, correcting the, what is happening? What, what is causing that? And I'm thinking, who's doing anything about that? The only mechanism thing that I've been hearing is about getting cameras and all these other things that are monitoring. And I don't think that will resolve it. Well, for me, thinking, for me, Jacob, it's not either or. I think all all these uh, all these things, uh, including cameras, I think they have a place. And including the, the little stuff that I do and that I hope to do more on. I, but yes, society must be involved. But, but I... I, I have given you a huge chunk of this open line. Let me give others a chance, Jacob. Thank you very much for the no call. Problem. Thank you. Have a Thanks. great evening. When we come back, please, Bandi Lempila and everybody else, don't panic. I'll get your calls just now. And indeed, it's 089-110-3377. Bandi is calling us from Peter Marisberg. Good evening and thank you for your patience. What's on your mind? Uh, good evening, I'm dark and lovely, mate. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Just a quick one on my side, Baron. Uh, I'm interested to hear Derek Hanegom's views regarding what the president is, the DC and Mama Wing had to say regarding Julius joining the ANC, mm-hmm. rejoining the ANC rather. At the end of the day, Derek was the one who decided on the future of Julius in the ANC. I'm so keen to hear what he has to say. What has changed between then and now? Well, now that they want him back. Well, I, I find you should say that. Do you do you know who was also heading the uh, the appeals committee? Because uh, Derek Cyril, ha- Cyril Aha! So everybody conveniently forgets that part. That this is yeah, he was also the final. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, probably executioner. The final arbiter. Yeah, the yeah, f- executioner. Not even arbiter. Executioner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm so keen to know what Derek has to say. I mean, given that Cyril has came up in the open saying that he wants to be back. Is Derek sharing the same view? It remains to be seen. Well, my brother, this is politics. I expect him to say something hmm, very outrageous, but that's politics. Don't hold your breath. Yeah, you know, you know, you at some point once said there are no permanent friends, no permanent ah, enemies in exactly. politics. Exactly. Does that mean he's going to go back to the NC giving that statement? Anything is possible, my brother. He could even yeah, he could he could he could even take over this show. But thank you very much for calling. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, <Aram>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Vandile. Mpila in Social Guru. Good evening. Ndati. 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 I don't have a complaint, man. I, just, I was just humbled over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, uh, we, we always undermine public public services. Yeah. You know, I, I got a stomach bug for since since Monday last week. Right? Yeah, and the best help I could got I could get was from 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 a public 
possible. And I would like to commend the staff, uh, uh, George Mokari, for, for the excellent job that they're doing and the life that they're saving there. We, oh. we always rush to these private doctors, private hospitals and stuff, and forget that actually we have the best of the best in the public sector. Mpila, uh, uh, don't get me started. You know, I, 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 I have said this a million times, that there are amazing people in public hospitals. And they work under the worst of conditions. And they do amazing work for millions of people every single day. Our biggest problem, Pilar, is that we wait for one small thing that make us, makes us angry. Like a, a nurse who's, who's doing their nails and not taking care of the work or a tea lady who's making noise. But generally, every single day, millions of people go through these hands in public health sector. And they come out alive on the other side. I'm allowed to name to name drop me. Yeah. I was helped by Dr. Zeng. Yeah. And I, I got there at around five. Doc, there was a, a lady doctor and uh, Gomo. She was supposed to have knocked off at seven. Mm. I left there at at two. She was still running around helping that was coming in. You know, you know the service was so excellent. They 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 ran some I'm speechless. I was I was I was thrilled. I was I was happy that our people at least are getting the best service from the least expected areas of of of, of, of the service sector, uh, public sector in, in the country. And I know, I know, you are not saying there are no problems there. I I, I can speak for you. We are we are not we are not glorifying yeah. these things and saying no everything is hunky dory. But but let yeah. let us recognize though that the majority of what they do is excellent work, and it's so uncelebrated. It is so thankless. It is so underpaid. You know, it is amazing work that these people do. I mean, you know. I mean, I mean, if if someone can go five hours after the expected knock of time, if, if someone can go that far, what does it say about about, about uh, not only her but the service that the hospital is promoting? I love this feedback, my brother. I I do, and I I I urge people to do this just to remember to step back a little bit. And look at what is working from time to time. You know, a lot of things don't work, but there's a million things that work. You know, a million things that work. It's a, it's a pity we we're in a culture of only making noise when bad things are happening, and forget when good things are happening as well. To commend people on that, to commend the the the, the service that we get everywhere at any time. If I don't yes. speak to anybody else today, I am fine. You have just made my evening. I am okay, my brother. Thank you so Thank much you, for this call. Thank you, my man. Pillow. You always say, you always say, uh, you all that line you like, you dark uh, and love. Now I say, when when people say how how am I, I say I'm tall, dark and handsome. Ah, and you you do sound <laughs> that, my brother. You do sound that. <laughs> 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 have a wonderful evening thank you Mpela I, I truly appreciate this I, you know I indulge me indulge me so in October last year uh, a very old 77 year old mother of mine went to the uh, the then general hospital Johannesburg General what do they call it now it's got a, it's got a, it's got a name Charlotte McClake for a hip operation surgery it was not so much this, the surgery that took me to a different place, but it was the fact that on admission, all the doctors, from the professor that runs that division to the 
the youngest guy that just joined the previous day, sat there and analyzed each and every patient in front of the patient and told them what they can see, what they're going to go through, and what they're going to do with them. And I found them to be human beings who just give to other humans. It's easy to complain. And yes, there were one or two nurses that really drove me the wrong side, but I just chose to see the positive side. I chose to see doctors that took more than the number of people required to go into theater per day because they could not delay the number of people they have to take through because there's also competition for beds. So, Mpela, I know what you're talking about. I just experienced it in October last year. So, let us not always complain, guys. There are many things that happen. When I drive down the street, I see those traffic lights going on and off. When I get home, I, I, without, without thinking hard, I, I tend to predict that I'm going to find the, my electricity working. And sometimes it doesn't work. It didn't work on Saturday. I missed Liverpool and, and, uh, and Man United. It does happen from time to time. But I drive on roads that are tired and sometimes they get bigger and bigger. And yes, there are people in uh, rural areas who don't have access to this, that, and the other. And the Department of Social Development is still messing up with people's issues, lives with the pensions and this, that, and the other. There are so many wrong things. But let us ignore, not ignore the great things that are happening. 89 still the open line. We have eight more minutes for you to take advantage of this. Tell us what is on your mind. And yes, you are also free to complain. That's part of the open line. I'm not saying do not complain. We should not uh, close our eyes and ears to reality that is around us. And the more critical we are, the better we get out of those who are supposed to serve us. But let us not ignore also the things that work. We are on Twitter at Rams by the Horns and on Facebook. It's Metro FM Talk with Rams. Just to remind you, we're going to speak shortly to Panyaza Lusufi, uh, MEC of Education in Gauteng. The... Uh, young person at Three Rivers School in the Val who threw her books at her teacher, uh, leading to a point, te a teacher walking out of class. Uh, there was a meeting with the parents today at school. The, uh, the MEC was there. He's going to give us feedback, but we're also going to talk about possible solutions to this issue. And I'll raise the issue that uh, Jacob raised about whether we need cameras at schools to secure our schools and our teachers from uh, bullies, because actually bullies have become bullies also against teachers. Isn't it funny? In the past, we used to be told that bullies are against other kids. Now they can also bully their own teachers. Funny, the stuff that we see out there. However, here's my view about these things. When there is nothing to fight for, when there is nothing that keeps you busy, you end up fighting yourself. Come back and take more of your calls. I don't totally blame you guys for not uh, being enthusiastic on the open line, you know. It was away from you for about two years, so you forgot about it. You'll get back into the groove. So it's okay. We're going we're gonna to close the open line now and move on to other uh, parts of our programming, other features that we do. But before I move on, let me just read a tweet or two. Mewa Hamajuta says... Uh, we must commend Chris Maroling for the changes happening at the SABC, especially for bringing bongols. I suspect that would be Bongani Bingwa. I, 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 I don't know the handle. Uh, he's turning it for good. Kudos to him. And then, uh, Jacob, if you're listening, I am excellent, says, does Jacob, your regular caller, have a Twitter handle? He wants to talk to you, Jacob, so please help us there. 
Lebo Madiba says, at least I know Wakanda, at least you know Wakanda, Remsu, will forgive you. That's because I said I have not watched and probably won't watch. Uh, what's it again? Black Black Panther. But I do know Wakanda. Ah, Lebo, you know, the one thing you can bet about me is that I read anything I can lay my hands on. So I may not have watched, but I know about it. So there are so many things I know about, but I don't really know if you catch my drift. And then uh, finally, Sihlem Tiani says, this page by the new My ANC administration against Jacob Zuma lieutenants will one day come back to bite them. No matter how bad every leader has, uh, every leader has a following. Remember that. Uh, that's Sihlem Tiani. Thank you very much for the tweets and thank you for the calls for those who called. And anybody uh, within proximity of uh, MEC for Education in Gautem Panyaza Lusufi, please nudge him, remind him that he made a commitment to speak to us on the show. We shall hold on to speak to him. Uh, but in the meantime, we are going to move to uh, Rams and Sands after this. Just about 13 minutes after 8 o'clock. Thank you very much for staying with us. If you just joined, thank you very much for doing so. We are now on uh, Rams and Sands. Investments worth about 56 billion rand were set to flow into the energy sector over the next two to three years. Uh, after the finalization of the power purchase agreements for 27 renewable energy independent power producers uh, projects, uh, Energy Minister Jeff Khadebe said last Thursday the long-delayed signing off on the projects was scheduled for Tuesday, marking the government's commitment to the renewable energy program into a solid partnership with the private sector. The signing would also bring policy and regulatory certainty for investors, said Khadebe. The average price agreed for electricity generated by IPPs in bid uh, window 4 is 86 cents per kilowatt compared with 77 cents which ESCOM demanded. 27 IPP projects will generate a total of 2.305 megawatts. To tell us more about this, hopefully in better English than what I just read, is Brenda Martin, CEO of South African Wind Energy Association. Good evening, Brenda, and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Rand. Well, a beautiful development. You guys have waited for long over this. I remember that it was talked over a number of ministries before this one. Yes, we've been. This is the third year that the uh, program has been suspended, and we've been through three. Well, now we're at our fourth Minister of Energy, um, and he has resolved the situation within one week. So you won't mind if this one moved on. He solved the problem now. No. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so what does it mean, though? In fact, let's start here. Uh, there's, a, there's a school of thought that argues, and I, th I suspect that school of thought is more ESCOM linked, that says we actually don't need IPPs. We've got enough energy uh, to carry us through for a number of years going forward. Is that a fact? That depends on which perspective you're coming from. You know, if you take into account that when ESCOM builds power, as it is currently doing with Madupi and Kasili, it does so off the, off the back of tax and citizen income. So there's an investment there that as the budget has actually escalated by about 300% uh, at this stage. And at the, by, the, by comparison, if you look at RPPs and what they are able to do, RPPs cover all of, all of those investment costs themselves. 
to their own um, agreements with lenders and there's equity finance. It's all private money that gets put into these projects. They only sell that power to ESCOM as the off-taker because in our law, ESCOM is the only off-taker. Mm-hmm. And, and that is that is how it works. It's, that's the big difference. When ESCOM builds power, you have um, that money coming entirely off the fiscus. When it comes to private power, the private sector covers the cost of building all of the infrastructure. At, uh, at, at the point where we are, who who would be the, the buyers from uh, of the energy produced by independent power producers? In the law in South Africa at the moment, the only entity that is able to buy power from anybody is ESCOM. Mm. We have a vertically integrated monopoly. So the, as the way the way in which the law is current, currently structured, that is, those are the choices we have. If, for instance, you had um, a restructure where municipalities were actually able to purchase power directly from power producers, then you would have um, it. Then it would be. Oh, sorry about that, Brenda. I suppose Postnet is very excited about the news at uh, Sasa. <laughs> so they just had to interrupt us. Sorry about that, but you were, you were saying. <laughs> so how significant is it for the country that we're getting into this step? First, from a point of view of getting new energy uh, uh, what generated, but secondly, at a, at a point of, uh, of investments. And 56 billion rand investment is, is an amazing number. Yes. Yes, so let me start with South Africa's energy mix. We all know, as as ordinary individuals, who, who, as we navigate our world every day, we know the value of diversity. You are stronger when you have options, when you have a lot of choices and you're not tied up in one set of choices. So this is why it's important for there to be independent power producers, because then you're not, you're not locked into one set of options which are entirely tied up with the utility, and we see, we have seen what happens when that one entity weak, is weakened. Um, secondly, the what it means is that you have got um, a value chain within the renewable energy sector. You've got jobs in the manufacturing and mm-hmm. construction in the and the construction industry in particular, and you've got rural um, development that immediately is unlocked. Um, those are, I would say those are the three highlights within uh, with these PPAs that are going to be signed. Rural communities, the jobs around construction, and the jobs around manufacturing. If we can just realize those, we will have a, a big um, change in the, in the industry. I should have probably asked you earlier, uh, so maybe my first question, that in, in layman's terms, what is renewable energy? And how does it differ with what ESCOM has been producing over the 100 years or so of business? Well, when you, if you think in terms of what is finite, finite is it's got a limit. Mm-hmm. You know, you when it comes to coal, when it comes to anything, or almost any other fossil-related power, it's got a limit. You know, it's got a, a time frame in which it's it's used up, and then it needs to re regrow over a 
long period of time in order to be usable again as energy. Whereas renewable is constantly available. There's a um, we have solar. Every all renewable power actually originates with solar power. The sun drives what happens with wind. It drives what happens with um, solar irradiation. So all of that it, we see it around in South Africa, especially it's there almost every day. Any part of the country, the sun is going to shine at some point. The wind is going to blow at some point, and that doesn't come at a cost of uh, long-term resources that are being used up. It's resources that are available to us and that can be replenished basically every day. But why is it expensive more than what we generate through coal? Because when it, uh, coal investment has been subsidized for a very long time. Mm. You know, there's been no consideration of the cost, the actual cost of coal when it comes to things like uh, carbon emissions or the water pollution that happens around um, acid mine drainage and all those things that are associated with fossil fuel mining and with um, and moving power between a mining situation and into a power plant. You've got so many more costs associated with all of those fossil-related um, power options that are not costed generally into the price. Mm. So, and then the other thing is you've got in South Africa uh, an old coal-fired power in, um, sector, which has, it's, it's not, uh, it was established and set up at a time when these things were priced at a very different level and where it was subsidized heavily by the state. And of course, it was also set up to, to provide power to only a limited number of South African citizens. Now you've got more South African citizens, the, the full majority of South African citizens actually accessing all of these options. And you are, uh, there's a recognition that we need to do so in a way that is job creating, that is in a new way, not putting people underground, but actually having people working above ground. And also ensuring that there's a, a growing value chain effect so that you've got manufacturing, you've got the steel and construction and cement, all of these other allied industries benefiting from these new ways of generating power. And the final magical question, Brenda, is uh, what uh, are there any transformational requirements for these projects uh, in the agreements Absolutely. that you're signing? And, and can you tell us about that? Absolutely. All of these agreements have got a locked-in legally um, as, you know, it is a commitment legally to producing uh, value at local level in rural areas, mm -hmm. to ensuring that the shareholding and Minister Adeba actually quoted numbers that we hadn't even seen um, before. He spoke about, uh, what is it, over 67% of South African ownership, um, that the, the actual um, shareholder value is around... So 51%. Mm -hmm. These are these are numbers that are not they're not like a, they actually generate local value and local ownership and the, the capacity to actually influence what happens around decision making for these projects. This is not required of other industries like coal, gas. None of those um, IPPs are required to do these things. The renewable industry is alone required to do so, and it does it has actually exceeded all of the commitments thus far. Excellent. And uh, 
we are, we'll be looking forward to this, uh, Brenda. Anything that can increase our capacity to generate more power uh, should only can only be welcomed. Uh, it can, can only be good for every South African out there. And if it also benefits those that are going to be supplying, especially in rural areas, even better. Thank you so much for this and thank you for the thank chat. You. Have a great thank evening. You. Thank you, Rand. Bye. Bye-bye. Brenda Martin, CEO of the South African Wind Energy Association. So there's going to be now 27 renewable energy independent power producers projects out there in the next two to three years. 56 billion rand is going to come back in, come into the fiscals because of that. But for me, most importantly, there's going to be a lot of product bought from our rural folk to produce energy. And they can then realize a return in this uh, uh, 86 cents per kilowatt hour that they're going to be selling the energy for. Some of it will be going to people who deserve it. So when we come back, we're going to speak to Steve Mabona, the spokesperson uh, of education in Gauteng, because all of us, including him, can raise his boss. So we're going to speak to him about uh, the, uh, the, the incident at, at Three Rivers School and find out where we are on that, which I call a very disgusting incident. At the end of last week, uh, South Africans woke up to a video that went viral on social media of a young pupil, Lena, uh, who threw books at her teacher at a school called Three Rivers in the Val uh, in Johan in, in, in Gauteng. Uh, the whole country went a bit angry with this matter, and I'm one of those included. Subsequent to this, uh, the MEC for Gauteng, Panyaza Lusufi, visited the school today and also met the parents of this pupil uh, to talk about this matter. We are going to speak to the MEC, but we are joined by his spokesperson on the line, Steve Mabona, to talk to us about this visit. Steve Ovo. When you can't find your boss, what do you do, bro? Like, can you find him? Can you like do something to him? <laughs> Thank you for joining hey, yeah, us, no. my brother, man. No, man, there's an event that he was attending. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, does he rest? Yeah. Does he ever rest? He doesn't. So sometimes he overcommit and, uh, but yeah, we, yeah, we are also falling, you know, into the, the game, you know. Yes. We, are, we don't sleep as well. What, what was so, the yeah. nature of the conversation between the MEC and, the, and particularly the parents of this pupil, or learner? Look, um, it was just to allay fears, um, just to offer the support as well. Because mm. remember, this is a child, uh, irrespective of what transpired. Yeah. Uh, you had to take the parents in confidence to say, we will support the child with the professional you know, muscle that we have, your psychosocial unit, uh, which is linked to a lot of NGOs that we work very closely with. Mm. If we need to refer, uh, we'll refer uh, accordingly. We work with Teddy Bear Clinic and other NGOs which are, you know, fond of, you know, working with children and making yes. sure that they assist them. So we offered that support and the parents uh, acceded to, to, the, to the call. Uh, they said they don't have a problem with that. But also we had then to put an emphasis that, look, this is a serious uh, offense in our environment, in the schooling environment. We're going to give the SGB an opportunity to take the child through the disciplinary process. Mm -hmm. 
and um, if the parents are not happy with the outcome, then there will be no person who can appeal with the MEC. So hence, he did not want to go in, in detail into the what happened, you know, or what led to the action of the child. So it's important then. But then they gave their account to say they feel that probably the child was provoked, uh, the, the teacher was not supposed to confiscate the book as mm. she was you know she was intending to do that and uh, they feel very strong that uh, probably the child was provoked so we said they will then raise their issues with the process this is not a process so that they then consider their way of thinking because they are the code of conduct of the school you know coding from what the conduct code of conduct says because you never school has a code of conduct which parents have agreed to yeah so we're going to give them that opportunity to go through that process accordingly. What about the teacher? What has there been any contact between the MEC and the teacher, and where is she at this point? Look, um, the, the MEC was actually quite happy about uh, the teacher, the way she managed the process from the way you know the onset when it occurred. Uh, she didn't retaliate. And uh, she was at school. Actually, we, when we arrived at school, uh, you know, she was uh, in, in class teaching. Uh, and so Missy was happy that other teachers or other employees would have said, I need probably a week off, uh, you know, you know, to rest and uh, maybe find myself. So she didn't. I mean, she was back. It is Monday, back in class teaching. Mm. And the MEC was very touched, actually, by the commitment that the, the teacher, you know, portrayed. Yeah. By the commitment. So, and the, the teacher was then offered the, you know, professional help. You know, you know that we have our employee wellness program. Yes. We offered to assist the, the teacher. And then we'll be taking it through that process. But yeah, Missy was very much happy about the, co- the the conduct of the teacher. So the process now is a disciplinary hearing. When is it going to happen? When are we going to find finality on this matter? Look, it, it, it's a it, it's an urgent matter, which the SGP is aware that they need to fast track the process because remember the child is suspended. Mm. By that, uh, she can't come to the school. She only come to the school when there's a an assessment that she need to write. Like, for instance, tomorrow there's an assessment that she must come, you know, to write. Yeah. After writing, then she will then be released to go to home. So the, there must be an agreement between the SGB and the parents on availability, and the, that process must then, you know, you know, unfold, and then the sanction will then be meted out appropriate to the action. This is quite a serious uh, Offense. We need to be honest. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, so then we will then have to wait for for the outcome, and then we'll take it from there. Steve, thank you very much. We hope to speak to you or the MEC when this matter is concluded. Uh, but thank you for being available when the boss is not around. But one thing I can assure you, my brother, is that your boss and yourself are always available, and we truly appreciate that. You must have a wonderful evening. We are at service. Thank you very much. Eichara. Steve Mabona, spokesperson for MEC Panyaza Lusufi, the MEC for Education in Gauteng. Uh, When we come back, we're going to speak to uh, Lucius Budibe on a problem that has been raised by one of our listeners, Mandi Samakubela, 
about her dad's car. As we do normally around this time every Monday is our consumer feature and tonight we're going to speak to Lucius Budibe about a letter we got from Mandisa Makubela. But we start with Mandisa who wrote to us a while ago. We were supposed to speak last week Mandisa but uh, uh, Listeriosis took uh, over and we had to postpone it to today. Good evening Mandisa and thank you for joining us and most importantly for trusting us with your story. Good evening Ram. Thank you for uh, engaging with us. Where's the problem? What's the story? Rams, um, here on my side, I'm seated with my dad's friend by the name of Leonard, Mm -hmm. who will be able to explain everything. As I explained on the email that we've been having a problem, we bought a car in 2013. We've been paying the car, and then there was a problem a year after that. We took the car back. They told us that we're supposed to pay 55000 for the car to be fixed while the car was still under warranty. Uh, we took the car back. Now, the car is still there. We're still paying. It's been three years now. We don't have the car. We pay installment of 4.5 every month. We did try and engage with the lawyers, also engage with the bank. We told everyone, like we did mention uh, also the auto pedigree, which is the one that they sold the car to us, auto pedigree in Zambezi. Mm-hmm. So we've been trying to reason with them, but it's difficult. When we went to Ombudsman, it was very late for us. They told us that it's very late. We didn't have offer of purchase by then. Then they advised that we have to go to um, Zambezi Auto Pedigree to get the offer of purchase. We received the offer of purchase, which what happened, I think it was a month ago, they went again to Ombudsman with the, uh, with the offer of purchase, where they realized that there's a fraud against the state where there's a lot of things that happened on the offer of pages. For the bank to finance the car, they financed the car because they thought that the car is a demo. Only to find out the car is a written off uh, car, but it was sold as a new car. What I will do now, Rems, for them to explain to you correctly everything. Uh, uh, Mandis, not- I, I won't have that time. I think we've got this. We've got the picture. I, I was going to ask you just two clarification questions about what was wrong with the car. One, that what was question. What was wrong with the car? Okay. Currently, hold then I'll give it to Leonard to explain that. Okay. Hello, brother. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, we should have started with you because now we've lost a bit of time. But what, what was wrong with the car? No, the car was written off as per the, uh, the sales from uh, Zapezi Auto Pedigree. Yeah. You see? So let me just start. Uh, let him, please, uh, don't, please don't start from scratch. We don't have yeah. the time. We heard the story yeah. from Mandis. Uh, I want to know mechanically. What was when yeah. you took it back? What was mechanically wrong with the car? I know it was written off, but you took it, you drove it, and then something was wrong. What is this something no, that was the, wrong? The gearbox was, was yeah. That's what I want to know. So the gearbox was broken. So you took it back. They wanted fifty-five thousand rand, which you, which you didn't pay because the car was written off. That's the point, isn't it? Yeah. No. What is happening is that uh, the car was taken to the manufacturers, right? Mm-hmm. Balowell GM. They are the people who explained about the, the, the service guidebook yeah. and that the car was not, uh, they, they encountered faults, the written off uh, gearbox, mm-hmm. the, the chase was banned, and the, the car was once messed and uh, painted. Yeah. So that's so that's one of those uh, faults that they, they encountered from the car. Then they told the uncle that, okay, look, this car, according to us, we can fix it. But now this is our quotation. 
but take it back to orthopedic rehab because this fault does not lie in you. It it comes direct from from them. Yeah. So now, according to the the, the kilometers, right? The kilometers as per the uh, offer of purchase, right? The car was released with thirty nine thousand five hundred k, thirty nine thousand five hundred k, right? Mm-hmm. And then now, the service that was when it was released, it was on the sixteenth of uh, September twenty thirteen, and then due to experiencing a problem, it was returned back within two within two days, returned back to them for servicing, right? That was around uh, somewhere the twentieth of uh, September to be serviced. Mm. And then that's where now the car was brought back to him, okay, on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Now, it registered 60,000 kilos on the 23rd of September 23. Imagine from 39,500 kilos to 60,000, would you, would you think that uncle would, would drive so many kilos from there? That's why we said something was frauded as per the, the documentation from uh, that was given by... The, the, the dealer. Okay. So, 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 where are we now? Yeah, what we are having the problem that we are having is that we we we, we need your assistance probably with regard to the fraud that was, took place as per the uh, the documentation that that, mm. that um, yeah offer of purchase says thirty nine thousand five hundred kilos and then now on the other hand. The 23rd of September, it registered 60,000 kilos. So somewhere along those lines, something has been done so as to finance the car. Yeah, see? yeah. Because you can't... Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. And, and and of course, they also did not uh, declare to you that the car had been in, a, in an accident before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, that's I, true. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah. we, we've got our expert from the motor industry, uh, Ombuds, who's going to respond to this matter specifically. Uh, so you, I'm going to ask you to listen on the radio and they will tell you the process to follow. I just need to say this to you, that okay. that uh, what we promise you is information, guidance, and some education very important. We don't always promise that the solution is going to favor you because the ombudsman yeah, f- looks at everything involved and then they lead you in the right direction. And also it becomes a bit tricky from the ombudsman's point of view once you have involved the lawyers because the ombuds only help those that cannot afford lawyers. However, having said that, I'd like you to listen to Lucius Budiwe on the radio. Thank you very much for the call. Okay. Have a Thank good you. evening. Well, uh, there you have it. And uh, I have just risked my own uh, streetwise expertise for Lucius, but I know you can't find me too faulty. I listen to you, my brother. You know, I listen to you carefully. Good yeah, evening to you. And good evening to Metro listeners as well. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, you know the story. You've heard about the story. You also listened a bit more. Uh, wh- how, what can you say to this matter? Uh, about, uh, this complaint, uh, I'm looking at the document as we speak of the particular transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The the vehicle was was purchased used, um, and and it, it appears that when we received a letter, it had already prescribed. Um, and other thing that I wish to put across is that you know, in terms of the automotive industry code of conduct, mm-hmm. section seventeen point one, if 
we detected that there was some sort of criminal or, 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 or fraudulent activity, we advised the consumer accordingly that you know our jurisdiction ends up here, and uh, we advise you to perhaps seek legal advice. Yes. However, I still believe um, orthopedic degree. I think they they take pride in. In, in their ethics and the way they run in the business. So I still believe that if we engage with them seriously, we may actually assist with uh, that Makudela in the lane. Mm, mm, you know? mm. um, but the methods are prescribed, but you know, we always go an extra mile. Um, we, just, we don't just shut the door on, on the consumer space. Generally, how long do, do cases like this prescribe? How long does it take for them to prescribe? Um, you, you know, if this transaction, uh, if, if you report the complaint after three years, mm. yes, uh, and then, you know, we, we let jurisdiction uh, in terms of, 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 of handling or assisting the consumer. But, but like I say, yeah, like I say, we don't always, we always go an extra mile. I think if we engage, um, orthopedically, regardless of whether they, the, I see this lawyer's uh, involvement as well. Yeah, we don't know how far did they go in terms mm-hmm. of resolving the case. Perhaps when we come back the, uh, next week, we, 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 we may come back with, with, with either good news or something. Yes, but, know, that, but at least there, there will be a progress report. And, and you, you, you would have come in and tried to find a solution, irrespective yes. of the fact that the matter has prescribed and, and the yes. fact that they engaged lawyers, but you're still offering right here on air that because you are, you are a friend of our listeners, you're going to try and yes. see what you can find out for them. We, we, we definitely do. And Rens, I can assure you, that before before end of this week, your producer would have received an email uh, and I would have also copied orthopedically in trying to, 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 to persuade them to try and you know, forget about the differences between them and the consumer. Can we try and sort out um, this complaint? Because I think their life has, stopped, has come to a complete halt because of this matter. Oh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I could, I could never pay you enough for the the service that you offer our listeners in that I truly appreciate it uh, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you why this is important. There is somebody other than Mandisa who's also has hit a brick wall on stuff and probably also got to know that there's not much they can do. When they hear this, they then get a bit of hope. But I also want to repeat to our listeners that, you know, it is very important to listen to our conversations that we've always heard. They must listen very carefully so that when, when people come to us, they, they should have also not gone the wrong way and then make the process too long to correct the other mistakes that were committed in the process. So this, the sooner they come to your office, the better, isn't it? The sooner the better. And, and Rens, uh, I, I was, I was uh, um, you know, sharing this information with, with the producer earlier uh, hours of today. We are, we are trying, uh, we, we, we have other stakeholders that we've roped in. We now do have what we call uh, uh, compliance inspections on use car dealerships. We're trying to, uh, to, 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 to meet this problem before before it, it, it affects consumers. You know, many a times we receive complaints that consumers bought vehicles that uh, look suspicious, so that, uh, you know, uh, look like they've been stolen and covered, or some of them have been rebuilt, they were caught forth and all those. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we are visiting all the used car dealerships across the country. Uh, we, we have uh, 
police unit that deal with second-hand goods. Uh, among them, we have um, the VIF. This is the, uh, a group that knows a vehicle in and out. This is what yeah, yeah. Has been taught. So we, we this week we spent last week we spent the whole week on Jewel Street and Deepest Town. Then I must tell you, we cleaned that street to the best of our ability. Wow! Excellent! Excellent! Yes. Anyway, we didn't have much time tonight, but I, I promise you, let's talk about this more. Uh, you know, give us feedback about Mandisa and her dad next week, and uh, let's see if we can allow other callers to tell us about similar problems as we as, uh, as, as experienced by Mandisa. But finally, how do how do people contact you again? Brothers, we will do our phone numbers again. We I'm just to remind consumers that we we. We, we, we also are online at www.miosa.co.za. You can log your complaint online and you receive your reference number and a name and an email address of a person that's handling your case instantly. You don't have to wait for the, for, for wow. the 48 hours any longer. Uh, our, our telephone number is as follows. 0861-164-672. Excellent. We... We will repeat all these details on our Facebook page as we always do. And we remind our listeners that when they talk to you guys, they must tell them they heard you on Metro FM talk with Rams. Things tend to get easier. Thank you very much for always being available for us. Dr. Rams, if you hear that there are policemen all over Pretoria West this week, the whole weekend until Sunday, you must know I'm among those policemen. We're trying to clean all the used car dealerships in Pretoria West. Well done. Well done. Have a great evening. Thank you, sir. Thank you. When we come back, it is fame and fortune. Eight minutes uh, to uh, nine o'clock and also eight minutes later than normal. But he's here. Comedian, director, writer, actor, entrepreneur. The man who has made us laugh for very many years. I say this without fear of contradiction. He is my favorite. Comedian in this country. I want to get laughing before every time I get money. I laugh, you know. And and for his sins, he's just committed lots of his money Uh-oh. into a project called Catching Feelings, which is a premiered what this weekend, Friday, yeah, on Friday, this weekend, yeah, yeah. So he's actually very poor. So I'm not going to ask him about money. He's, he spent yeah, all no, the money anyway. Yeah, you know, on get the to man, please. On fair a time before goodbye, it'll be great. Um, uh, but, yeah. Good evening, my brother. Um, uh, thank you for having me, sir. It is what he calls me, sir, for the second time. I'm, I mean, you are, sir. <laughs> <laughs> son of respect. He is really funny. You see, he even calls me say Maroshap. Kishap, we complain. How was how was putting that project together though? It was I mean, fun. This is your debut as a director. As a director, yeah. yeah. As a film director. Yeah. yeah. I I uh, it was fun. I can't I can't I won't lie. It was fun. It was some you know when you choose a thing. Even when it's hard days, you're like, Yeah, hey, but I chose this hardness. Yes. You know? So so it was it's been good. The the diff- now is a difficult part, is something that I'm not used to is the marketing part. Yeah. Because you kinda always it's almost like there's a set a there's a certain begging to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Certain convincing, a certain tap dancing to the marketing part, which I'm not used to i'm getting the hang of it um because i'm exposed now yeah, I'm exposed. yeah. I gotta, you gotta go in there and, and ask the people you know so but yeah otherwise it's all good you, I, inevitably every single every second day you somebody looks at you and they think they know you and they can't put 
They can't really remember. How do you, that's my, yeah, yeah that's how do you tell them when they ask you, can, can I would do man? Yeah, that's what? my life. Yeah, we see, man. Yeah, man. They always they do that. They always point to their finger. It's yes. right here, man. <laughs> man. Yeah. And then you always say something that they, something that you're proud of. You yeah. Know? Like I, if, if it's this week, you might have known me. You might have seen me in the paper. I made this movie, Catching Feelings. Yeah. And I always, ah, I see you. I see you. I advert. How are you going to see TV, my brother? It's always that. But everybody remembers Pure Munati. Sure. When you mentioned yeah. that one, yeah, yeah, everybody Pionati, definitely catches I mean, feelings. I think people, yeah, definitely. People, it's, it's one of those things that I'll, I haven't lived down yet. Yes. That regardless of what I do, it always comes back to Piominati, which is which is cool, which is interesting. Yes. Because I was 23, 24 Jeez. when I made that. 24. Have 25. we known you that long? Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm not, I'm only, I'm turning 40 in two months. But we've known you for so long. Yeah. Kuri, I'm household, I'm household, I'm household kanauma. <laughs> <laughs> a household kind of man. Yes. Mm. Wow. Look, I mean, show is you, and you've been doing this for a long time. That, does it does it still put bread on the table? Yeah, it's put lots of bread. Yeah. It's put loaves, and then other time there was somebody. Somebody said it's a business of caviar and something. The opposite, like you know, because one minute you it's great, one yeah. minute you are having the best thing, then the next minute You know what I mean? It's up and down, so <laughs> yeah. you gotta be yeah, you gotta be able to weather the storms. If you know when it's up, you gotta know that there's gonna be down, so yes. you have to kind of yes. balance your. Vibes. So on that note, I mean, do you do you save some of the money you make for those dark days? Uh, well, I I saved. I saved and then the, the the I made another film. There's another <laughs> film coming, which is I'm very proud of. Yeah. Which I it was the first time spending. I could have bought myself a very nice car or something <laughs> like this or bought a property or invested in something, but I put money in this film, myself yeah. and another business partner and also my partner, who's my producing partner and also my living partner at home, yeah. who is my mother of my child. Um, uh, and we made a film called Matuetue, yeah. which we shot in Atridgeville which is probably coming out later in the year. Okay. It's extremely exciting. It just had its world premiere at the Rotterdam Film Festival. Amazing. Congratulations. The, the yeah, it was really cool. But isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? I mean, I on on the, this is a business, but but you know, you for sure, but many other artists know that in this country, even though this is show business, with you is more show risk than show business. Yeah, show risk. Yeah. yeah. I guess business is risk, right? But yeah, yours but is so risk. Yours is a lot more risk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it was crazy because this weekend, which I've never gotten, we, you know, the nerves of the opening weekend and yeah. all of that. I was at a party, a friend's 50th birthday, and they were, they kept on saying to me, hey, you are brave, hey? And I was like, what do you mean? And you know, like, yeah. but then I understand because it's like, why would you do such a thing? You exactly. Know, it's, it's crazy. Like I was telling somebody, everybody's been with Catching Feelings coming out this weekend. Black Panther worldwide has surprised everybody, yeah. right? Everybody. Yeah. It's crossed 256 in South Africa and over a billion in the world. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy, right? At least 70 million now in South yeah. Africa, right? That's yeah. like nuts. And uh, um, uh, people, you know, everybody's surprised. It's like how, you know, they thought maybe after three weeks it would have kind of be going down now yeah. and it's still number one worldwide. And I know that, in, and this is my competition. It's like for your 80 rand, when you go to the to yeah. the box or to the like, cinema, do I go catching yeah, you're or do watching Wabunaki, it, and it costs, it cost two billion to make that movie in yep. rands, right? Two billion rand. Whereas my movie cost like what, four and a half million, five, just under five million. Yeah. And and I found out today that I think somebody told me that um, still chemical, just from the success, they were like, you know, we need to commit more to this marketing of Black Panther, and they put an additional five million bucks towards the marketing today. 
Yeah. So, if so they put 500,000 rand into marketing, catching feelings, it would do amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But obviously they do. It's a business. Obviously, if they, exactly. they already made yeah. 70 million. So what makes sense? You know, it's uh, it's the, the people who put in very small money, but it's a, relative to what the project is. You mm, know, mm. it is what it is. Uh, but it's great. Uh, what, what's been cool is we got a lot of awesome feedback, like throughout the the weekend. It's I've, I've made movies where people go, ah, 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 ah you know. Yeah. Like, um, or, or people go, you know, whether it's very mixed, you know, where people go, what the hell is going on here? And, and with this movie, it's crazy. It's my first time directing. And overwhelmingly, like, people calling me, people in the industry, peers, people that I respect, yeah. calling to say, ah, no, we were like them fun. And, and it's really dope. I mean, I'm proud of it. I watched it again yesterday at a private cinema yeah. um, uh, with a whole bunch of French people. And I know Giotli there. Yeah. And those of you who heard me when I intro the show, you can bet I'm gonna watch Catching Feelings. Not, not, and it's not because I I hate whoever did. I'm, I just don't watch those kind of. No, movies. you have to watch Wakanda. You, you um, I can't. I'm saying watch no, watch Catching Feelings first. Yeah. but then you yeah. have to watch Wakanda after I, that. I, I can't. Prom- I can't promise you. I, I can't. Like, oh, I yeah, can't yes, no, I won't force you. Me, I'm not gonna be here going to watch <laughs> other people's movies and not mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Thank you. L- look, the theme of what we've spoken so far in about seven mm. minutes was was about toughness. So the, the, this next question is nonsensical, but I'll mm. ask it anyway. Have you ever been broke? Have I been, I've been broke a lot. <laughs> I I when I came I came here from from I lived in Cape Town. Yeah, but I'm born in Pretoria, so I went to high school. I all the went and then I had to move to Cape Town to go study. Yeah, but also because it was the furthest place from Pretoria that I could afford, so I went to Cape Town and that's why. I, but it's I, also the furthest place in South Africa. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah you know, just like that's the thing. It's like exactly beyond that is the ocean. Go on. And I couldn't afford to go now over oceans. Now it was <laughs> like if it let much let exactly. Um, uh, so that was um. Uh, and I'd like been as a student, you know, the, that that life of onion. I remember if you had, we used to Tassenberg. There was a wine called Tassenberg. Oh, and remember Tassis was ten rand. Yeah, <laughs> So if you had thirty rand, you could buy spaghetti, an onion and tomato mix, or Glenrake, whatever yeah. tuna mix, and then patigitasis. Now you are having a sexy Italian meal, you know? Or, or you eat and then you go to over the restaurant. Yeah, over wine, exactly. You know? Over tassis. And remember with tassis, it's like a gamble. Yes. One bottle could be the finest bottle of wine you ever had because it was made with the remnants of whatever, right? Yes, so yes. one bottle could be the greatest and then the other bottle could be the worst wine you ever had. And yeah, I think I had many good tassis bottles. Tassis ah, bottles. okay. Unfortunately, I've run out of time, but I have to ask you two last questions quickly. In spite of how much money you you make and you throw into risky projects when you should be investing it somewhere yeah, else, which I which uh, I've learned now, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm but gonna do you also put a bit of money in some extravagance, something that is not for you that it like? I like uh, to travel. Yeah, I like to travel. Uh, and when you know when you travel, you can't. I don't. I, I don't believe in half measures. Like if you go somewhere, you're yeah. on a holiday. Yeah. I I feel like you you're on holiday, yes. so you gotta live it up. You exactly. know, you just end up in some cafe in the freaking French Riviera. Yeah, you you know the. They're gonna tell you it's thirty euro for like don't a even, normal don't even bottle convert. of whatever. Just you gotta go, and then when you come back home, you go. Would I have rather saved the money? Usually, I go no. It was I'll never. You know, it was a great experience. Great stuff. Yeah. Well, you've just spent five million rand on. It's not my stuff. money. Yeah, but some, I'm uh, avoiding people's <laughs> calls now. You know, one expose, one expose. But yeah, there are people who are calling. Uh, I need to answer calls tomorrow. When you look at the work that you've done and pure monate show. Late night mm. news with Loiso. You've you, you've now big screen. You've done. I mean the uh, uh, 
that that movie you did le 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 which wonder boy yes, wonder boy yes. wonder boy for president bunny chow exactly. yeah with john barker yeah. so i look at the stuff that you've done yeah. oh there's bliss patrol yes yeah. yeah. with, with bliss patrol was, was was amazing yeah, yeah. you're a bad cop but yeah uh, <laughs> i'm a bad cop yeah yeah right. uh, people are like how's that shaving so i mean that I was a very bad <laughs> huge bet that didn't go so well anyway glad you loved it <laughs> i loved it i love Good. it i love your work thank you so but the body of your work says to me I know so much money has, has been spent, so much risk has been taken. But individually, have you made good money? Have you, in 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 simple terms, would yeah, you say you, would you say in your lifetime you've earned about say a million US dollars? Uh, maybe yeah, maybe just around about. But yeah. I mean, do I have a million US dollars? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I have to tell. But I, I when I look at it, I'm like I'm always looking for more money. I want like twenty million dollars, forty million dollars. Yeah. But uh, I think I've made enough money. You know, I'm not kind of constantly on the count. There's sometimes where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I got paid that much money, yeah. you know? And then, and I think I'm really good with money. Yeah. I, I save a lot of money. Um, uh, I remember when I was, after Pure Manati, I found, I was young. I found myself owing the tax man like two million bucks. Um, um, I was 25, 26. It took forever to get over. And it's scary, right? Because it's the tax man. Yes. The tax man is yeah. like this God, then the tax man, then everybody else. Yes. You know, If the president said, come now, and the, the tax man called on the other line, I'd say, Yo, Mr. President, so the tax man will phone you later. So that was a crazy thing, it, a great, crazy lesson as well, you know, just to kind of look after those types of things. It was from the business of Pium Nat. So Pium Nat was very costly for me. <laughs> as Jeez. much as it was great as yeah. well. It, it put me on some sort of map. It was very costly. And yeah, I had to sort that out many years later after much negotiations and lots of legal fees. Yeah. So Kakisori is officially on the Metro FM's Fame and Fortune Hall of Fame. Fame and he's going to make lots of money after this. Many oh, yeah, I intend to make lots, lots of money. Wonderful well, go see my film. Go we, see of my course, film, go, go watch Catching Feelings. And yeah, it's doing well. And if you, you know, there's really great word of mouth. And I think it speaks to, it speaks to the sophisticated South African. Yeah. I think it, I mean, look, I've been, I made it for like a global market. And I think it's, it's going that way. So, but you know, and I don't think it's going to be on South African television, like if, if maybe for the next 10 years. So right now, when we got a chance to sit here on the cinema, let's go. Stay in Echo. Go watch yeah. it, guys. You can't miss it. Catching feelings. Thank you. That concludes the show. Tomorrow, Opportunity Tuesday. From me, Rems Mavote, good night and God bless.